Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of The Confident Podcast where we talk about mental health at a godly level with your host, Miss Emily Dell, and this wonderful lady right next to me. Please say your name. I am Mikkel Carlock. She is an amazing individual. She is the CEO of Her Promise Circle, which is an amazing thing that she is doing with these women. She's helping so many women around the globe and it's just wonderful everything she's doing. So could you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with Her Promise Circle? Sure. Um, Her Promise Circle is a faith-based women's wellness community. So we're focused on helping women develop their personal lives and professional lives, learn how to balance it, but also learn how to focus on their wellness and not be so tied up in like the hustle culture where you're just trying to push and push and push and be a certain thing. Um, But when you take a step back and let God tell you um, what your purpose is or where you're going, you're actually... Um, there's a verse in the Bible that says you are at rest when you're working for him. And so um, it's very much a faith-based idea and driven um, that we are resting. Okay, I'm in my soft girl era in Christ. Um, so I'm tired <laughs> of hustling and I don't want to pass it off to my children because it's like how I grew up. Her Promise Circle was actually birthed out of like my burnout. I work during the pandemic. I'm a respiratory therapist. So uh, we were in very high demand at the time. Um, Everyone was on ventilators. We were short staffed, short of ventilators, all the things. And I'm just working 12 hour shifts like every other day. And I was exhausted. And that's just like where I found um, (laughs) in my lowest place is where I found (laughs) God um, the most. And, And he revealed himself to me in a way that I never have. I grew up in a church. So I'm a PK through and through. Uh, (laughs) So like it's he wasn't a stranger to me, but I'd never truly experienced him. Um, And so this kind of birthed out of wanting women to not be focused on what they think or what the world thinks they're to do and to be just go, go, go. Um, But to also focus on all aspects of their wellness, mental, emotional, physical and spiritual, because there are communities out there that focus on our health, but spiritual is also part of that and so if you're in spiritual burnout but everything else is good you're still going to have a part of you that's still kind of drained and so it's pretty much birthed out of that concept that we need overall wellness by me finding out i needed overall wellness (laughs) i think we all do (laughs) yeah exactly that i love that well so today we're going to be talking about confidence and we're going to be talking about identity and I think this beautiful lady right here is, has so much to tell us. But before we get to that, um, could you do us the honor and pray? Of course. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that I have with Miss Emily. I thank you for blessing her podcast, Lord, and allowing it to grow and go to the place that you wish her to be. I pray that every woman under the sound of my voice listening, and men that may be out there, understand and get what they need from the words that come out of either of our mouths tonight, Lord. I thank you for my testimony and Emily's testimony as well, and I pray that it carries to all those individuals that need the inspiration or motivation or to hear from you in a way that will affect them for the rest of our lives in jesus name amen 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 that was so powerful so (laughs) it was powerful girl you got this in the bag (laughs) i'm like please pray because i am scared so (laughs) just do your thing holy spirit thank you jesus speak through me (laughs) amen Like, just do your thing. Just do your thing. Yes, 100%. 100%. Okay, so 
Could you do us the honors and just talk to us a little bit about, you know, your journey with confidence and a little bit about you to understand how you can talk about this topic? Yeah, sure. Um, So as a younger girl, I was in um, pageants and like on stage. I was went to performance schools. I was acting and dancing and all that. And so when I was young, I didn't much struggle with confidence per se. Like you would think like low self-esteem or whatever. Like I didn't really have any like poor experience with that. Of course we all have like insecurities and stuff, but like when you're young, especially in that time, we didn't have Instagram. We didn't have all that stuff. I'm an old lady. Um, And so we didn't have the comparison um, tools that, younger women have these days so i i don't think i was exposed to like oh my god i wish i had this i wish i had that like i don't think i was exposed to the things that caused so much anxiety in that way um until technology and all that started like developing and i wasn't born in the stone age you know but um i graduated in like 2009 so and when i was in college um like the 2000 teens i that's when I felt the most shaken um, because my whole childhood, I was like always the smart kid. I was in AP classes, I was performing. And like, so I was like the kid that like did stuff. And then I was like, okay, I got it, let's go. Like I was the captain of the dance team. Like I was on interact clubs, Spanish club. Um, (laughs) I was like president and treasurer of stuff. Like people just like went to me for like leadership, like as a young girl. And so I felt like I could do that stuff then. Um, but when I went to college, being away from the Christian household I was raised in, which was very kind of sheltering, um, if we're going to be real, um, it's right. true. It's like, it's like, you're not, I wasn't even allowed to watch like Harry Potter, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just little things. And so like going into being thrown into a real world where you're like an independent woman and like, you don't have to ask, like, I took full advantage. Like, I'm going to a party if I want to go to a party. I'm doing what I want to do because now I can. Like, I have the freedom. And so I have a love-hate relationship with the whole, like, with straining your kid until they go free because, like, where's the balance? (laughs) Like, there was no balance for me. Um, And so until I got into an environment where it was like, what am I doing? Like, who am I supposed to be? Okay, I'm in school. So now I'm, like, an adult and I'm, like, 17. And so yeah. it's like, I'm your age, uh, by myself, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like, okay, clean my dorm. And, like, all the, all the like, adult things were kind of just like, all right, left high school, now you're an adult. And so until I got to that point in my life, I never really struggled with, like, confidence or, like, insecurity to a point that would cripple me. In college, it was crippling. Because then also I had um, a bout with some, a group of girls who didn't like me. They would put me down, talk about how I looked and all that kind of thing. And so then I was like, wow, like, ugh, like what's wrong with me? You know, and, and I would just be super paranoid. And still to this day, I still have some anxiety when I'm in like groups of people because I'm like, is there anything on my face? Like, I struggled heavily with that type of insecurity for a while. And the enemy tries to get you as soon as he can, right? With anything Mm -hmm. like that, especially if God has plans for you to be a leader or in a position where you're going to be influencing people. And so Mm -hmm. the enemy was like, oh, yeah, no, Mm -mm. we got to put this on her now. And so like until I actually um, got around people who like loved me, um, 
I really just wanted to isolate and be by myself because I was out of fear, truly. Um, but as I began to find myself, and you got to be careful with that too, because we often place our identity in what we are. So like, I'm, I'm like, all right, I graduated college now. I got a, I'm a college student. Like, I got my degree now. I work, you know, in a hospital. I work in critical care. This is who I am. And God's like, all right, there's more. There's more. And this so, you. Yeah, like, and so He's always drawing more and more out of you. Um, and so I think probably after I worked about three years professionally as an RT, I felt. And this is when I wasn't that close to God. So this just shows that he just doesn't care. Like, he's like, listen, what, what's going to happen is going to happen. And so I'm in Pittsburgh, you know, where I'm from. I moved to the city. Like, I'm from outside the city. And so I'm working in the city. I'm, like, living my life. Got a house and all that stuff and with my friends. Um, and I was like, I want to move to Atlanta. Like, one day. So I was like, nowhere. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to move to Atlanta. And everyone's like, no, you're not. Because I'm from a small town where nobody, like, leaves. Everyone just kind of, like, gets married, has kids, and dies. And like, <laughs> dies. Like, I mean, seriously. And I'm like, yes, I am. Like, I'm going to move to Atlanta. Like, I'm going to go act and, like, do my thing. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And so I took my boards. I got um, I You need um, two certifications as an RT. So I got my registered respiratory therapist um board exams passed um and as soon as i did that my mom's like all right see you later like my mom's always been very encouraging so i like packed up my car with what i did have and like drove to um an assignment like it's called travel i don't know if you ever heard of travel nursing yeah but have a respiratory therapist too so i just like found a job like submitted myself and like was like all right i moved back home and waited for someone to be like hey we have an assignment for you and I got in my car and left and like drove to Atlanta. Like, wow. So <laughs> when I say confidence, I really don't recognize it as confidence until I look back and see like, yeah, normal people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, normal people don't do that. <laughs> that's not like a regular occurring thing where someone's like, you know what? I can go somewhere new and make it on my own. Bye. Like, you know, see ya. God, God telling you to move like, I think God strategically did it that way because I think that now where I'm at with God, I'll be like, God, do you want me to move? Do you want me to go? Then I was just like, oh my, I'm serious. I would be so like, Lord, is this you? Send me a sign. And I'm very much like that now. Yes. And and then I was not close to him. I was not close to him. Like I wasn't, I, I still prayed in the morning and at night, but like as for far as revering him. Right. No. Um, and so, like, I think he did that strategically, like saying this out loud, because then I wasn't like wishy-washy. I was like, yeah, like, I was like, you know, let's just go. Yeah, I was like, what's going to happen? Whatever. And so now I see, you know, I've been here for about four years. I built a house last year, so I'm in it now um, and started a business. That's now women's wellness. I recommitted my mm -hmm. life to him down here. So he had all these plans. He's like, yeah, you think it's you, but, it's <laughs> you know, um, I I think that looking back at it, talking to you now, I'm like, hmm, that was probably a strategy. And also, <laughs> that's pretty confident of me then. But yeah. when I'm in it, it didn't feel like, oh, you're being, you're a confident girl. Like, I've always heard that. But like, mm -hmm. I, we all are insecure in some ways. So like, other people telling me I'm confident. Okay. But like, me being like, oh, now I'm confident. I don't think you're ever to a place where you're just like so fully yeah. trusting of yourself. Um, and so 
my whole perception of confidence had to shift from me to my confidence in like who he called me to be you know exactly. so that's kind of where i'm at we're that's like the journey you're always on i feel like that's kind yeah of now um but yeah i hope that answers i don't even know what the question yeah is. Uh, yeah that, 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 that answered it <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, like, I, I get what you were saying. Like, yeah. I, I, I get that 100%. You know, I was the kid that I, I grew up, you know, in school, I was bullied, right? Mm -hmm. That was, I was that kid. I was the one that, I was the loner. Yeah. That was who I was, yeah. right? Right, and so, and I advanced academically like crazy. Yeah. Like, I graduated college the other yeah. day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, That's so, awesome. you know, and God bless me in that area. But what's it called? Because I got bullied so much, it was very difficult for me to have confidence in myself. I was always, and I was also, yeah. I was also an overweight kid. So mm. that also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that also was really hard for me. And I was also, I was also the Hispanic kid that came in and like the, <laughs> the English did not click. <laughs> the English did not click. <laughs> Right, so that was me growing up, wow. and yeah, and because of that, you know, I, I struggled a lot with identity, I struggled a lot with confidence, but at the same time, you know, I did have moments of confidence because I ended up being the president of not a national right, honor societies, right, exactly. you know, I ended up taking up these leadership, you know, roles in my life, and yeah. now I have my business, you know, which is an online shop, an online boutique, yeah. right, and I feel like, and I met God when I was eight years old. Wow. <laughs> like I was, I was in third grade, right? And there were moments like what you were saying. Like I totally felt that. Yeah. Like when, when you were saying of like I wasn't really with God. I was there, but like I yeah, wasn't there. Like I get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that because yeah. I grew up in a pretty much a Christian home. Right. Right. That that's what I grew up in, and and I and I completely get that. Right. Yeah. And because I was feeling sometimes like I was like departing myself a little bit from god i was kind of going through my own ideologies yeah. right that's when that started hitting harder mm -hmm. and like how you were saying like in college when you went from being in that sheltered home yeah. to like going into reality yeah right that and just all these freedoms and everything that you're exposed to that's when really the identity crisis starts yeah. hitting we're because like so prepared i think if we grow up like yeah. that we really are like yeah. i don't want to raise my kids like that like i don't not I mean, that I don't want to yeah. raise a godly household. I just don't want them to feel like constrained to the like right. a rubber band, right? You pull right. the band back, and then it's like kind of <laughs> just like, flings. Yeah. yeah, I I want them to be exposed to things, so they're not like, oh, when I get out of here, I'm gonna do that a lot. Because now yeah. I you know, like I, yeah. I need them to be realistic. Because like your parents are like, don't do drugs, don't drink, don't yeah. do, and, like you know, you grew up reading yeah. those tracks, the Christian tracks. That are like yeah. people at a party, like burning in hell. They're like, oh my god, if I party, I'm gonna die. Like this is and like 14, like I'm like 11 years old. Hold on a second. I'm like 11 right. years old, like reading mm. these tracks about people dying in hell because they're at a party, and it's like <laughs> this is uh, this is completely unrealist. Like it's just like growing right. up and you're indoctrinated because you don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to a party. I'm seven. So it's yeah. like, I, I didn't know that God could still like save them or, you know, right. it's, it's just like really indoctrinating yeah. right? until yeah. you get older and out of the house and get the real world mixed, like 
your experience with the real world mixed with your like faith and see right. Jesus really was out here talking to the Samaritan woman that no one would talk to. Exactly. Like, he was out here talking to real people. Right. Um, but I think like growing up like that, we're just like Christians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. What? <laughs> It's not real. Yeah, I get that. And I mean, I think I was blessed in an area because my mom would explain to me why. The why. She'd give me the why. That's and right. I and that's so important. Yeah. You know, and, and with every child, because you can't just be like, you can't touch that. And like, okay, well, why can't I touch that? Exactly. Because that makes you want to touch it more. <laughs> like, it's not part of me that's just like, why? I want to know why, right? So exactly. you do it, you end up doing it. Right, and, but what's it called? Back to identity and confidence. Oh. <laughs> I love how we just talked about parents now. No, that was important. I feel like people are going to understand what I'm saying, because that was my life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and so, but yeah, but the, but that's the whole thing. Like, when we have that re- that sheltered relationship with God, you know, we don't, we sometimes, we might have some identity crisis, but we might not have it because we're not fully exposed exactly. to the reality and then when we're when we're transferring when we're go moving on to that unsheltered area where we can make the decisions where we're like okay now i have to make the decisions to be with god i have to make the decisions of staying close to god because when we start departing that's when kind of all that identity crisis that's low self-esteem that lack of confidence that bringing people into your life that aren't good for you which at the end of the day what they do is they bring you more down Mm -hmm. right and that's something that i love so much what you're doing because you have a community of women that are building themselves up and that's yeah. great and that and that's wonderful and and i really really love that yeah. so let's go on to the next question sure so i think you answered this but i'm gonna still ask it <laughs> okay how has god impacted your confidence um like i said i went through the shift of like okay i'm confident in what i've learned what i've studied what i've done well for so long um, and then you start to put your identity and like, you know, what you're doing, your, your career, like I said. Um, but then once you experience God for yourself, you're like, okay, you say my favorite, my favorite example of this is when he was talking to, um, oh my God, Gideon and Gideon's like, I am the least of my family. And God's like, you're a mighty man of valor. And, and Gideon is like terrified and he's like i'm not it's not me kind of like moses when god yeah. called moses like moses is like pick somebody <laughs> <laughs> like what no or or jonah or jonah <laughs> yes exactly and it's just like so i relate to those characters so much because it's like when god gives you a calling or a purpose and you feel like least like how gideon did like oh i'm the least likely person to do this for example the girl who loved isolation now has a women's community right so it's like so you pick the person who's least likely and i i find he does this to keep us humble because we know we need him to continue on in it and Mm -hmm. so um putting my faith and confidence in the fact that okay i've been through all this stuff i've been out in the world i've been doing my thing whatever but you have healed me you have called me you prepared me in my childhood i didn't grow up a pk for no reason um you know you have you have put something in me that only i can do and so understanding that god has called you to something and trusting his judgment in choosing you is where you find your confidence at now where you define yourself at now and it's like 
okay, so I'm not confident in the fact that I think I can do this. I'm confident in the fact that I know who God is. I know that he's sovereign. I know that he's mighty. I know that he's good. I know that he doesn't make mistakes. I know that he has a perfect will. And so I'm confident in the fact that God is God. Like, that's it. I'm confident in the fact that God is God and that he chose me and to use me for this. And so my confidence doesn't come from my ability, my belief in my ability. It comes from my belief in him. And so shifting from the world's view of confidence, which is like, all right, I'm this, I'm that, I'm good, I'm whatever, um, to God calling you, God telling you he's lo- he loves you, he's faithful to you. All the accounts we have of how he associated with the people in, in the Bible, we see that he is faithful. And so my confidence is not in what I can do. In fact, where I am weak, he is strong. And if you always are strong, where is he going to work? Where is exactly. he going to abide where is he going to have space to do what he wants to do and so it like rejoice in your weaknesses because it's like okay where else can god show himself where else can he make himself known it's like oh that girl did that yeah because god you know it brings him glory at the end of the day and so um redefining confidence as his, his confidence in him versus like confidence in me you know exactly say that I would say that's 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 a fact. That's it. I completely agree. Like God, I mean, when we talk about confidence in the worldly view, we're talking about oh, how do you look? You know what I mean? You a know lot what of I physical, mean? Yeah. A lot of physical, and also like, where are you successfully? Like, wh- what's your profession? What what's yeah. this? Yeah. Exactly. What's your net worth? What's this? What's that? Right. All of those stuff. But then when we're talking about confidence in God, we're talking about I have identity in God. I am a child of God. He loves me and he has a plan for me. He has a purpose for me. And that's why I'm here. And that's why this happened to me. Right. That thing that was bad might have happened to me, but I have the confidence that God has given me because I know that whatever happens to me wrongfully, he will use it for my good Absolutely. and that he will use it to bring it for my purpose. And I just think that's so important to like, just oh, remember 100%, that. A hundred percent. Yeah. So the next question is who are we in Christ? Well, there are a ton of verses that can <laughs> tell us this. Um, I'll pull, I'll pull one of my, my favorites is that we are the righteousness in Christ. And that's only because, like I said, whenever I, like, like I said, the reason I brought up that up, how we grew up is because you're like, okay, you're either a Christian or you're like other people. That's it. <laughs> like there's two yeah. divides. And so for a while I-, I stayed away from God so long because I'm like, I'm clearly not a Christian, right? Because I, I'm not revering God in the way I know all the stuff. I grew up in a ch- with a pastor grandma like i know i know the gospel okay like the back of my hand i know what the word says but for a long time the enemy kept me bound in the lie that like well you're just that's gone like i gave my life to christ when i was like three or four like let's be real and then i got baptized again when i was like eight or nine like i was just there um and i loved going to church as a kid but for some reason i believed that I was unable to come back to him, um, that he would not receive me in the way that he received me when I was younger. And so people who grow up in the church and never steer away, I don't really relate too much, which is why her promise circle is how vulnerable and open it is. Because 
like the grace message is profound um even if you are of the background that you grew up in a christian household we tend to get that like religious spirit yeah. and it's like uh then you become works based overnight i mean it, it hap it just happens because sometimes we lean workspace versus like his grace and so my favorite is we are the righteousness of christ because it always right. reminds me that i can come boldly to the throne room i can come to him i can pray he yep. forgives me even if i sin i can get back up and he forgives me and loves me and i'm still worthy of his love and, and of what he's called me to be um, because I'm a perfectionist, I'm working on it. Um, and so, like, it's like if I sin, it's like the end of the world. And and this is how I was for years, right? Um, this is how I've been. Um, this is how I was recently. Like, I just got a breakthrough of this. Truly, this is very recent. But like, it's like the end of the world because it's like taking a test. If you're a Type A student, apparently you are too. Like, you're like, okay, if I don't get a hundred. Why, 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 why do it? Like, yeah. so hard. Like, I got an 85%. <laughs> At 89? 89? Oh, like, you know, <laughs> so perfectionism is like, makes us think that 100%. And if you look at it biblically, we do the same thing with God. We think mm -hmm. if we're not 100%, which is how the religious spirit develops, then we're just crap. Exactly. And like, we're just, okay, you might as well give up. Like you're not doing the right things, like just, and that's where the enemy infiltrates. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think one of the most powerful who are we's in Christ is we are the righteousness of Christ. Exactly. Um, because you must always embrace that, the God's love for you. Yeah. Like it's always okay to go back to him, always. It doesn't matter I what you did. It is always, look at the guys um, at the end when Jesus was hanging in, in the robber. And I mean, these are guys who lived criminal lives and he still was like, hey, you gonna be with me, so. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like, and yeah. I think a lot of people think they can't come around or be in, like when people hear faith-based, they're triggered because yeah. they feel like they can't come in. And so that's the importance I place on her promise circle is that like anyone is welcome. Exactly. Anyone is welcome. And if you're not in community, um, and understanding that, okay, like that love for people that Jesus is like to have, okay, you must um, put others uh, good before yours, right? Love others as you love yourself. Um, exactly. It's something that has to be practiced. Like me, for example, has been in isolation and loves it, loves being by herself. Um, right. I think that's just one of the most important verses that says, who are we? And that's, we are the righteousness of Christ. When exactly. I read that question, that's just the first verse that came to me. And so that's perfect. Like, that's perfect. I love it because I see that in my life. You know, exactly. that's oftentimes how we relate to verses. Like I see that why that's so important mm -hmm. um, to hear and to have. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like something when you were talking, like what I just reminded myself was that Christian doesn't mean healed. Christian means healing. <laughs> right yeah. like we're we're all a work in progress yes. and our mental health is going to go down it's going to go up and it's going to be a real emotional roller coaster exactly. our life is going to be an emotional roller coaster our spiritual life is going to be a, everything is going to be a, an emotional roller coaster since we are human we are not perfect right and god doesn't want perfect what god wants is for us to just come to him and be like hey, hey. look <laughs> i've messed up so kind of need help right <laughs> yeah that's what god wants he's gonna be like bro 
but <laughs> he's gonna help wow. you right because god knows that exactly and the, and something that like i just i can't stress this enough and i say this to everybody the only person that was perfect was christ like that's it should we live like jesus of course we should of we course. should strive exactly. to live like jesus because exactly. you know we should strive but we're not gonna be jesus we're never gonna be jesus right because we are human beings we are not god no. right but the whole point is that we're trying and that we're working on it and it's a work in progress right yeah. and that's and i feel like that's the key to our identity absolutely to believe in the work in progress to understand that even though we're gonna mess up here and there god's there for us and that doesn't make us less and the devil uses our mistakes the oh, devil yeah. uses exactly the devil uses the things that we mess up on right to bring us down and feel like it makes us feel like oh no you're not enough you're not good enough right. you don't look good enough this and this and this and that and god's like i made you in the perfect image i made you beautiful i made you amazing and i love you and it doesn't matter that you messed up all i want is for you to come to me and know that you messed up that's it yeah, exactly. he just wants that recognition so that repentant he can forgive heart, us repentant heart. exactly a repentant heart and that is what good that's what brings us our identity 100 percent. well you that's must what, have grace in order to be confident because exactly. most of the time you'll have crippling anxiety on not being perfect on not holding up to a standard you've set for yourself or not yeah. holding up to a standard you think god has set for you because mm -hmm. oftentimes we put these impossible standards on us that god didn't even put on us yeah and so if you don't give yourself grace you won't go far because your mental health will be suffering from not being able to give yourself grace as Jesus is giving you grace. So it's exactly. like if you're always beating up on yourself, if you're always thinking you're not good enough or you, you can't do this. If you're, you can't live in that and also be confident, that's where insecurity comes from. And so um, he's his love is perfect. Like it's he's faithful yeah. in that. And so if you're not grounded in that, then your mental health suffers drastically yep. um, and will hold you back if you let it. No, exactly. Exactly. Like, I, and I completely get that, right? Like, you know, growing up, you know, we both grew up as Christians, right? We both grew up in that Christian home, right? So we grew up thinking, okay, we can't mess up. Okay, we can't do this. Okay, we can't do that, right? Because we got to fit this cookie cutter version. And that's not the right way of thinking. That's not the right way of thinking because we're like dough and we're going to expand. Yeah, that's why right? I didn't so, God until later because I exactly. thought he was this. I right. thought that's what I really did. Yeah. And still you live some life and need some grace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I feel like that's when you experience him. When you finally yeah. let yourself fall and be weak and realize like, yo, I, I can't do this. I need God. <laughs> yeah, I need God. Like, I, I need God. <laughs> It's true. No, it's true. Yeah, I completely get that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've been there, right? Yes. You know, I've fallen. I've made, I've made mistakes. And God's like, hey, I'm here. Like, I just want to love on you. Right? And, 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 that's, I, and that's honestly, like, what's brought my life, like, my identity. Like, I've always struggled with mental health. That's, that's always been, like, my issue, the thing that I've struggled with. And, and just to give you, like, really quickly, I've yeah. struggled with body dysmorphia, like, so oh, much in my an life. an awful thing. It is an awful thing. Yeah. It's terrible. terrible. And it's terrible. And the more that I get close to God, the more I'm reminded that I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right? The more I'm reminded that, yes, that 
I look like this, but I'm beautiful like this. God made me like this for a reason. Obviously not saying do not take care of yourself. Y'all yourself. <laughs> go to the gym, yeah. eat the healthy food. But I'm just saying, <laughs> but I'm just saying, right? Like it's important to understand that. And that's where the identity comes from, knowing that you're loved and that Jesus is there for you always. Right. Yes, and and 100%. It's, just, it's just so important. So the next question I have for you is what Bible verse keeps your shin up? Oh my god so i actually just wrote down the one that i read this morning because like i needed a new one anyway i have been on second corinthians 9 and 8 forever like, i need to share a new one um so john 15 and 16 is actually what we've been talking about um yes. it's you have not chosen me but i have chosen you and i have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing and that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you ask of the father in my name is my representative he may give to you and it's Amen. it's just a solidification of the whole bible and the words that always say you know everything will work out for your good you are the chosen people and god has a plan for you plans to prosper you give you a future it's like all those verses in one um yeah. because it's like i chose you you didn't choose me exactly because he loved us first right you know it's exactly. all throughout the bible um but this was a good reminder this morning just like you think you came to me i've been working on your heart for years right <laughs> like i've been i've been preparing your heart to fully experience me i have appointed you in the place you are in so it's like this is no accident you can't keep feeling down or insecure about it i have i drew you to me i put this download in you i put this desire in you nothing is an accident and so you must not question yourself when i put you in a position of leadership because this is where i purposefully chose and intentionally placed you and so it was so encouraging to read that this morning um i have appointed you and placed you purposefully and planted you and planted is such a good word to me because um, you know, the parable about like the house being built on sand and like, you know, when you're built on just things that are slippy slidey, right. um, it's not forever, but God has been speaking to me, the word permanent, like permanent change. And so it's like, I purposely planted you in this place of peace, of my joy, of my prosperity. And when I say prosperity, I don't mean material. I mean, like I, um, struggled from crippling anxiety for, for my whole twenties, my entire twenties, um, crippling uh to the point where it was like social anxiety i'm not leaving the house it was like anxiety where i would have to drink just to numb it anxiety where i was like i was looking for something to help me anything any distraction and so that led me into you know i could have a tv show at this point but <laughs> it led me to a whole bunch of things i had no business in but you're you're like the samaritan woman like i mentioned earlier you're thirsty you know for his peace for his love and you look for it elsewhere until you find it in him exactly. um and so that word planted means a lot to me because it's like this is and that verse it's like this is who you were you know and now this is where you are right right um, and so that verse really spoke to me uh this today i just yeah. read it this morning <laughs> um, i know it but um it, it was a good reminder that like when you get in his hand and let him do his thing, he'll exactly. plant you there. And so it's like that peace isn't going anywhere. You know, that joy isn't going anywhere. It's available to us always. Mm -hmm. um, and 
the bearing fruit and ongoing bearing fruit when he's placed you in even m like your podcast your your business whatever what he's placed you in will continue to bear fruit right will continue to show it's just very encouraging i think that burst yeah like for instance when i started my when i got the idea of the podcast where god Mm -hmm. told me like hey you're gonna do something that's called confident i had no idea what it was (laughs) like it was 2020 i was i was like in my mind i was here i was there i was all over the place (laughs) right yeah Yeah, i was all over the place (laughs) right um you know my mental health wasn't at its best i was you know in a toxic relationship so that you know that was that was was a thing Right. So at that moment in my life, I was like, okay, God, you're talking about confident, but like, what do you want me to do? Nothing, nothing, no words, no nothing. Year passed, still nothing. And so I started this process of bettering myself, of understanding my identity, of finding myself, of helping my mental health. And now two years later, I'm here doing a podcast where I had no idea I was going to be doing. And I'm talking about the identity that I built in the past two years. Right. And and I just think that's so incredible how, you know, God is like, you know, and we all think like, if you're a non-believer listening to this, you're like, well, I don't know who God is. Like, God's never called me. And you'll end up two years later, like at a church or something or praying or asking God about something because God was like. I was just getting you ready. <laughs> I was just getting you ready. I was just getting ready for me. <laughs> that's it. That's that's why you listened to that podcast. That's why you listened to that video. That's why you saw that post. That's why you met that person, right? Yeah. And and at the end of the day, everything comes together to building that identity, of building yourself, of building that confidence, and that's what forms you. You know, we're clay. We're clay, and God's the potter. You know, He's building us up. Yes. Right. And when we understand and we learn that we're being built up that's when we understand that we have identity in god because if we focus yeah because if we focus on becoming the vase or becoming the plate or whatever you want to become right yeah if we focus on that we forget our identity we forget who we are right if we focus on you know maybe getting that job or maybe getting here maybe getting there and we don't trust the process we don't focus on the process with god our identity starts going down, our confidence starts going down because we don't have that spiritual backup, yeah. which is what we need. What we need. That's the rock. Like we were saying, we need that foundation. We need that rock, right? To build that house properly, right? Exactly. Because if we don't have that permanent thing, we're not going to succeed. Yeah. And our confidence goes down, our identity goes down, our self-esteem goes down, and then we start feeling bad about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, uh, rejoice in your trials because that's what's building up your faith. So exactly. every time you're going through something long and hard and dreary, it's normally God being like, come here. Come, come, come here. You, you know, I, I'm just I'm just letting you struggle a little bit so you can wake up and realize that I'm here. Come here. <laughs> I was like, help you. I'm like, okay, Lord. Yeah. Okay, God, sorry about that. <laughs> I was looking that way for just a second. Yeah, give me. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next question. Okay. How can we apply what the Bible says about confidence to our mental health? Oh, wow. Such That's a big question. question. Yeah, it's such a big <laughs> question because it's like... Okay, so what I was telling you about my, my anxiety uh, disorder. So I was actually diagnosed when I was 24. 
Um, and it happened after I lost about four family members back to back within like three oh. months. Um, and I was just like, this is before I moved to Atlanta. Um, and not looking back at that place, I was looking for, for some sort of stability, um, some sort of reassurance and comfort. Exactly what he is. I was looking for that. Yeah. Um, and so I think that whenever we hear in the word, you know, that, okay, well, you know, you're building your house on our, like, it sounds like parables. It sounds like words. It's like, all right, this is a parable, Jesus. Got it. <laughs> but I feel like until you live through, like, times like that, mm -hmm. um, I remember being 17 or 16. And telling my grandma, because I used to see them speak in tongues and worship and cry. I used to always be like, Mom, why are you crying? Like, I remember them being so emotional and like they loved the Lord. And I could feel his presence and everything. But I had never been through anything where I could be like, wow, God, thank you for bringing me out. And I remember saying like out loud to him, like praying to him, being like, like, I would like to love you like that, but I've never been through anything. Like I really haven't been through, like I, and that's a blessing. We've never, we're hungry, our bills are never shut off, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I remember being like, I've never been through something that's made me be like, oh my God, Lord, I need you, never. Um, and so when it came to experiencing him, having confidence in him, I don't think that I even could comprehend that because I didn't feel like I'd been through anything he had brought me through. Now, that was a lie. Obviously, he put me in position where I was at anyway. But in my mind as a kid, like as a teen, that's where I was at. And I knew that it took some sort of wounding to kind of like come to God fully. And so um, when the Bible tells us like rejoice in your trials for it's strengthening your faith, it's purifying right? Um, it goes through the fire. It says a lot like testing through the fire. And so um, I don't think I learned that until much later in my life. And now looking back on that, I'm like, God was there the whole time. And because of all that that I've been through now, mind you, I'm a lot older than you. So this is from the time I'm your age to now at right. 31. Like, this is the point where I am sold out like yeah. i'm here with you lord and i feel like um when the bible says that we like a lot of people don't understand rejoice in your trials i think once we understand that concept then our confidence grows in him like then I you can have agree. intimacy with him then you can want a relationship with him um i don't feel like i truly experienced him until recent years because of that because i didn't realize that concept and so what exactly. i would tell or, or say to answer the question is that a lot of those verses don't make sense until you make them real in your life um until your life becomes so real that you need god um but once you find that foundation in him i don't think that can be rushed i don't think you can get that yeah. knowledge i don't think you can get that through like me at 17 girl please. and it's like i'm not saying that like yo you're very mature i was not um but it's like i think that until you comprehend and need god like yeah. thirst for him hunger for him 
that foundation that I needed to come out of anxiety and fear and insecurity didn't go away until I fully experienced God as a real relationship. Exactly. Um, and that is how he changed my mental torment. Like when I say mental torment, I couldn't sleep. I never slept. I worked nights because I couldn't sleep at night. And so I could only sleep out of exhaustion because my mind was just everywhere was it was oppressed basically yeah. like it was just so full of like junk and I was just looking for a way of escape and so what I would say is that whenever he says yeah you'll come to this well and you won't run dry right um that's where it starts I don't think there's any step by step I think it's just like when you experience God to a point where you know that you need him yeah then you have confidence in him, which in turn gives you confidence. Because exactly. now you fully believe who he is, and now you can fully believe who you are because of it. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. You know, growing up, you know, I did go through things, right? I, yeah. I did go through things growing up. Like when I met God, I had gone through some things in my life. Yeah. Right? So I knew that I wanted God. Right. Yeah. And then but I still had not gone through so much that I could cry or feel the same way that my mom right. would feel. Exactly. Right? Because my mom lived a whole life. A whole life. That's right. Exactly. It's impossible exactly. that a teenager can be worshiping to the degree of someone who's had decades of like they were strung out or like you know whatever. You know that verse Yeah. That, you know that verse in the Bible that says like to whom much is forgiven something like that yeah much they love like i'm experiencing it like i get it i all i have is grace to give to other people Mm -hmm. all i have is love to give because i see me and them i get it like i was there Mm -hmm. and i grew up in the church so it's like it changes you like when you finally come back to him um or even if you've stayed with him except you've been through some things you've been through things yeah it's like going through him and you see his character Exactly. then you can experience him like to this degree that's just like just incredible yeah back, you know? yeah i can't go back <laughs> i know too much <laughs> i know too much I'm, I'm too deep in i'm too deep in <laughs> too deep in bro like completely so, yeah i completely yeah. get that yeah and you know like like i was saying you know like i grew up you know i did experience some things before i met christ oh, at eight yeah. years old right yeah. and then i met god and then you know, I did experience some things, but it wasn't until I literally was going through the fire. Right. Right. That I truly felt like I'm in love with God. Yeah. I need God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, until I got to that moment was when I was able to go to worship and there, the tears really yeah, dropped. Real the tears really <laughs> dropped. It wasn't, it wasn't kind of doing this and kind of yeah. trying to cry, right? It was like, the real tears. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and for the people, you know, it all depends on their life. Like, when does God want to put you in that position? You know, for some people, like for you, like you spent your whole life growing up in this Christian home, but it wasn't until later on where you yeah. really met God. Yeah, right. Where you really felt those tears. Where you really felt that love. Right. Yeah. And and you know, it works like that for so many people. It's it just varies per person. I think 100%. that you know, God has a purpose in each and every person. But just to know that when we do get to that point where we're going through that fire and we go to God, 
that's when the confidence sits in. That that's when everything just comes in, just comes together so beautiful. Yeah. I, I just think it's so perfect how God does it. Yeah. Like, you know, we go through something and God's like, Hey, I'm helpful. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey yeah, exactly. I'm here now. <laughs> right? And you're like, Oh yeah, that's what you were there for. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right? And that's where you kinda <laughs> have now, Lord, I see you now. That's when your brain clicks, right? Yeah, you know, that that oh, moment. <laughs> Like, thanks for yeah. showing up now. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> my bad for last time. My bad. <laughs> but thanks. No, seriously, my bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh, for real. Okay, so next question. Okay. What can we do as Christians, new believers, or even non-believers that are looking for a solution to their confidence slash identity? So, one powerful thing that I've uh, learned is, like, whenever you... A lot of my girls in Bible study, I'm always like, don't just like read a devotional to just check it off. Um, I read my three verses today and I'm going to go to life, you know, and live my day. And it is what it is. Right. Um, I always say, find a verse, like kind of like how I just did this morning. Like I just yeah. found John and like, now I'm going to use that all week. I'm going to just like, when I see it in my life, I'm going to say it out loud, speak it. This is also how you memorize but it's it's how you start to believe it because it's a difference exactly. between now there's a verse that talks about knowledge understanding and was like they're different so it's like yeah. you can get wisdom but not live it out you can get exactly. knowledge study read 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 but not understand exactly until you understand you can't practice it and so when you just know all these verses the enemy knows the bible he quoted yeah. jesus exactly Whenever he led him in the wilderness the enemy knows the scripture the power is in you believing it and having exactly. faith behind it. Exactly. Um, and so I always tell my girls, like, read a verse and meditate on that thing as long as you're gonna as you're seeing it in life. And then you're gonna start memorizing and then you're gonna start speaking it. Exactly. And I think that's one of the most important things. So, you know, even affirmations, like if you adapt them to what the word says, do that. Um, yeah. But it's important to speak because faith comes by hearing. Yeah. So once you get it into your heart and you believe it here, then you can't go back. Exactly. Like someone's like, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And they're suffering from, let's say, like low self-esteem or whatever. And they're physical. Um, right. Okay. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Like, you know, what, what are you talking like, about? <laughs> right? Exactly. No, I get that. I get that. Because, like, I get that. Because growing up, you know, like, going through the body dysmorphia, going through that overweight to lose weight to having all the issues with gaining weight back and so on and so forth, because it was, like, an, a hormonal thing, right? Yes. Like, I I would hear, like, no, but you're wonderful. You're, you're wonderful. Yeah, wonderful yeah, me. Yeah, and I was like, that's great. But what do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? And until I started praying about it, until I started asking God, what does that mean? Like, explain it to me the way that you want to explain it to me. Yeah. And then when I started seeing it in my life, what it meant in my life, that's when I started believing it. That's when my confidence went up. Because, you know, it was the difference between looking at yourself in the mirror and just repeating the words and not understanding what it meant to you, how it impacts you, how it can e even help you, right? Absolutely that moment to the moment where you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like i'm fearfully and wonderfully made because i am 
I look at myself and I can feel good about myself because God made me beautiful made because me. God made me, right? And how, how, who am I to say that God did not make a beautiful creation? Like, who am I? He's perfect, we right? I'm not perfect, but he made me too. like this. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so like understanding that, that's what, what impacted my confidence. And what you were saying is just wonderful. And I love that you're doing that with your girls because it's so important. The point, the point of being a Christian is not to know the whole Bible. It's not to memorize it. It's not to follow rules. That's not what being a Christian is. Being a Christian is loving God, messing up and saying, God, here, I'm Thank sorry. You. Help <laughs> me, change me, Please. and guide me, right? Yes. And that, that's the whole point of being a Christian, yeah. right? We're not here to follow a rule book. I hate it when people I say that. that. I hate that so much because like, oh no, because you can't commit this sin or this sin or this sin. And everyone's no. different. Everyone takes time to, like, deliverance isn't exactly. always like, I rebuke you and like, it's done. Exactly. Deliverance is like, over time, you casting down thoughts. You understanding why something is damaging Healing. or negative. You viewing sin like God views sin has to happen for you to be able to follow it. Like, you can't just go out and tell someone who's been drinking for 50 years, you know, the behavior you do is because of that. You know, you can, it's not like you're stopping because alcohol is, oh, please don't drink. Okay, please don't drink. But unless people have understanding, it's exactly. hard to just follow something. So you're exactly. just like, don't get drunk. Like, that's what the Bible says. You're like, okay, like. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's yeah. Not it's not helpful. And it's like, unless a person can come to that place on their own through you know, repentance for what they've done or, or mm -hmm. like something that's caused them to come to God and be like, mm -hmm. God, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. That's true right. repentance. That's yeah. the only way. And you're not God. So it's like, stop exactly. telling people like what to do. Right. Like, yeah. I, I get that. You don't know what God is doing. With exactly. That. Like, I get that. Like you can, and, and it's good to obviously help thy neighbor. That's wonderful. That's yeah. great. Like, Give guidance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like help people them. just exactly. hurt themselves. And the people said, oh, but we're supposed to, and it's like, come on, y'all. Y'all gotta do Yeah, you, you can't just be like, oh yeah, you, you, you can't do person. that. Yeah. Yeah, or like sit you down and like make you feel like crap for absolutely no reason. <laughs> like that, yeah. people tired of that. And that's why people yeah. are like, no, I'm good. People like, are, are kept away from church, from church hurt from years ago. You know, from someone in the church looking at them and saying, no, like you, you don't belong here. You aren't this, you aren't that. Like, and exactly. people will ne don't even, well, some people never come back because of a church experience that exactly. they had. Not realizing, like, that's not God. That's just someone who misrepresented him. Yeah, and, and that affects our identity, too. Oh, that affects our confidence, too. Because, because if you're going, because, and I know so many people that this has happened to them. That they're like, oh, no, I'm an atheist now because somebody <laughs> hurt me in yeah, the church. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and it's like, I get why. I understand why, because I've gone through it. You know, there's been people at church that, you know, like, I'm like, dude, why? Why are you making me feel bad? Like, we're all sinners. We all mess up. We all make mistakes. You want to help me? That's great. You want to pop, you know, you want to point out that there's a way that I could be better? Of course. Go right. ahead, please. Right. Right. I love that. I love out that love. constructive out criticism. Of out exactly. Of out of love, not to bring you down. You know, and it affects so many new believers, too, because and that's when and that's something that it just makes me so sad because new believers, new believers are coming in. Right. And they're like, I'm lacking confidence. I'm lacking identity. And then you're coming at them with all this like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't. process, bro. Look at what you still do. Exactly. It's a process. Like what? 
please. Exactly. It's a process. And, you know, it's not like accepting that what they're doing wrong. I'm not telling you that because that's wrong too. But it's we understanding. We love the person. Exactly. It's we understanding. Yeah. Exactly. It's understanding that we need to help that person. And, you know, and so many people have felt that. And that's why there's so, like, so much lack of confidence. There's so much lack of identity in churches right now because of that same thing, right? We need to go to that approach of, I love you, and I'm noticing that there's this happening in your life, but I want to help you. I want to teach you what God taught me to help you. Now, you take it or you don't, that's up to you, right? Because, again, that's your relationship with God. But that's the only thing that I can do yeah right exactly just help and and i think that's so important for people to understand and i wish there was more communities like your community and like other communities that you know can come together and be like we want to help people not just know christ but live christ because christ exactly Mm -hmm. christ jesus is the most loving and incredible person in the world right you're gonna mess up a thousand times and he's still gonna be there just waiting for you to come back yeah. Like that, that that's him. And until we understand that, until we start living that, our confidence won't go up. Our self-esteem won't go up. Our identity won't go up. Right? And I just feel like there's so many people that are not helping there's a lot. the situation. They're not helping the situation. Unfortunately. And and I'm so glad that we're both talking about this today so that whoever listens to this, they get reminded like, hey, they're not they're trying to be a representative okay so back to what i was saying um, what was this thing? oh um a lot of people who can't give grace haven't received it for themselves it's just exactly that's it no yeah i completely agree i mean you know it's all like to understand the confidence to understand identity it's all about understanding that we mess up yeah the moment that we come to that realization that we mess up that we can't be perfect that we're gonna mess up that coming to christ is doesn't mean perfect doesn't mean healed it means i'm trying it means that i'm trying to better myself and i'm not trying to follow a rule book what i'm trying to follow is the guidance of how i better myself right because that's what it is exactly right yeah exactly like and and i hate it when people and i love to say this all the time i say this all the time (laughs) but it's that sin is not a rule Sin is not like, like, you just can't do that. No, that's not what sin is. Sin is saying, hey, if you do that, something's going to happen to you. And I don't want that to happen to you. Exactly. You're going to experience something. Why why doesn't God want you to get drunk? Well, because there's consequences. So what happens, yeah. Exactly. There's consequences to that, right? It's not like you're going to get drunk and and everything's going to be great, right? Exactly. Because if it was that, then it's different. Make bad decisions, all the things. Trust me, I know. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the whole point of, mm-hmm. of sin. And that's the whole point of everything. And understanding that, yeah, you're coming in with these sins. Yeah, you're coming in with this burden. You're coming in with this weight on your back. But that, <laughs> no worries. But that doesn't mean that we don't have the right to have that confidence in God. Because we do, right? God loves us. God is a loving God. And the moment that we understand that, that our identity in Christ is just going to go through the roof. 100%. Okay, so next question. <laughs> sure. How has God impacted your identity? Um, so like I said before, I struggled with a lack of purpose and the crippling anxiety, um, which oftentimes caused me to go as far as have like suicidal, passive suicidal thoughts, they call it, which is like, I wasn't going to kill myself. But I was like, yeah, if this you is thought the about last it. thing, cool. 
<laughs> whatever. Um, that I found out later in therapy. Therapy's great. It um, is. But it still comes from the same, you know, root of just being done, um, being tired. And like I said, I wasn't as close to God as I was. So it's like I knew who he was, but I wasn't depending on him. Exactly. Um, and until I came to him, identity is not the first thing I would say I experienced. The revelation I experienced with him first was just that I could come back. Like I told you, like, you can come here. I'm here still. And mm -hmm. I want to give you rest. I want to give you peace. Um, and so how it says in John, like we talked about, I chose you. So it's like he comes. It's like you draw nigh to him. He draws near to you. All he needs you to do is open the door. And yeah. so I feel like once I open that door, then everything just kind of happens pretty quickly. It's like um, once you surrender um, a part of your life and say, God, like, who am I? God, like, what do you want me to do? God, like, why do I have this anxiety? If you ask him, he is there and ready to just show you and heal you. And for me, a lot of it was words of knowledge. Um, for I've given you the power to trample serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Fear was like my mm -hmm. biggest thing. My anxiety came from fear. Um, and it's because I didn't have my faith in anything but me. And so, of course I'm afraid. Um, what can I do? Um, but once I shifted my faith to him, then your confidence builds in him. Your faith builds exactly. in him. Um, and then he starts to show you what he wants you to do. Um, and he may make you, for example, the basement with Tim Ross. He was a pastor for how many years? He did like rapping for how many years? And now he's doing the podcast. You know, like your identity is always changing in him. As long as you're in him, he can use you in different positions or platforms. Um, exactly. But the only identity that doesn't change is that we are his sons and daughters. Um, we are saved by his grace. You know, we are the righteousness exactly. of Christ. Like um, that he brings us through, that all things will work together for our good, that he has a plan mm -hmm. to prosper us, to give us a future and a hope. These are like facts. Um, and you can base your confidence in it, uh, or exactly. sorry, your identity in the facts. Um, so that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, God is such a loving God. God is such an incredible God. And the moment that we realize that we can't do it alone. Yeah. And we have, to, we need him, that moment, that like just that click in your mind yeah that's when the confidence comes in that's when the identity comes in because i know that <laughs> i couldn't have graduated college at 17 yeah exactly by myself exactly like let's like, be real no but yeah. no <laughs> like let's be real that was not gonna happen because if i didn't have god i would have probably just stayed in high school made billions of mistakes the same way that everyone's repeating the same cycle yeah right that would have been me but because I had God and I put my trust in God, even when I was going through stuff, God was like, okay, you've been bullied since kindergarten and you're still being bullied. But don't worry, because I'm going to get you out of here. Right. Because I'm going to get you out of here before time. You don't know this, but I'm going to get you out of here before yeah, you time. Yeah, had a plan. Exactly. Like, I'm going to get you out of here before time. Forget about them. Who cares about them? Because I'm going to advance you the way that I want to advance you because I have a purpose for you. And it's all because I had my confidence in him. That's it. And I know that if I did not have him, I would not be here. Yeah. I would not. Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't work like that. Right? And the moment that people start understanding that is the moment that their confidence is going to go up and their identity goes up. 
Yeah, your confidence is is solely in the confidence that he is who he is, you know. Yep. Well, this brings us to the next question, which says, is confidence solely based on mental slash spiritual aspects? Um, obviously, as women, I think we experience a lot of confidence issues in our with physical. I mean, I, we can't ignore that um, because it's so widespread. A lot of women mm -hmm. struggle with weight and how they look and feeling bad because they were either bullied or because they have like body dysmorphia, which comes from them um, or anemic, bulimic, whatever. Um, and so they are we can't ignore the fact that physical confidence is a thing. Like yeah. having confidence in how you look, that's a thing. Like it's great to depend and have faith in God for like your mental health or your emotions, like to be healed from a broken heart. Like that's great. But we all, we can't ignore that um, women sh especially struggle physically with their confidence and how they look. I think a lot of us are more confident in our minds because we've worked so hard for certain things. We're more confident in what we do versus like how we look. I think that's just a, a widespread thing. Um, but that's because we have so much things to compare ourselves to on social media and um, the media puts out that image of the woman and none of us freaking look like that. So I don't know why why we we do it, but we do. And it's like, yeah. especially if you're like unmarried and you want to be married one day or whatever, it's like all these things compound on top of us physically. So we can't we can't ignore yeah. um, that aspect. I, would say. I completely agree. Yeah, like, you know, it, you know, obviously we can have God and God can help us with that physical aspect as well. But we also have to learn how to build that physical com confidence because an understanding that we are beautiful not just because god made us beautiful and like all of that stuff but because we are in fact beautiful right we have to understand that that we don't have to fit like the specific type the specific you know like way of looking yeah. right obviously and i say this always every time i'm talking about the same thing taking care of yourself that's extremely you important obviously that's, wellness community obviously take care of yourself <laughs> exactly obviously you need to take care of yourself i'm yeah. not saying just let yourself go exactly no exactly you have to and that's also part of your confidence you know getting yourself better you know going to the gym i'm not saying that you need like the most bodacious body in the world <laughs> i'm not saying that i'm just saying go to the gym do a little bit of cardio maybe do some weights maybe that's do this good. right just get yourself out there to breathe and let your body breathe because again our bodies are the temple of the holy spirit and we need to edify that and we need to protect that you know what we eat what we nourish it with right that's also very important but it's the point of that is not how much we look, but how we're taking care of the body, right? So that, and I think that a lot of people get that so like confused. And I think that, you know, people need to understand how to divide that. And that's where the problem with confidence physically comes from. Cause it's either, well, we're taking care of our body. So we have to look a certain way. No, you're taking care of your body to take care of your body. That's it, that's, that's it, Pure, point period, <laughs> right? It's not, you're not taking care of your body to look a specific way or look like that model or look like this person because half the time well not half the time 99 percent of the time those models that we look at that's filters that's you know like all of this stuff that they're doing on magazines on here on there 
that's not how they actually look like. And I know that because I have a shop and I know that. And I know that some of the models that I have on there, like some of them are not going to, you know, (laughs) look exactly how they look in real life. And some of them might. And some of them, you know what I mean? Because it's all, you know, how the photograph was taken, the angle and this and that and all these technicalities that will completely change how a person looks. Absolutely. And if we focus, if we put all our focus on that, our confidence is going to go all the way down because we're focusing on somebody else. And something that I think is so important is to forget to compete with somebody else but compete with your own self. Yeah. Better your own self. Right. Stop looking at that other person and try to be like that other person. How about you look at yourself and try to be better than what you already are now? Yes. That's the whole point. And if we start, if we change that mentality and that way of thinking, our confidence is going to go up because our focus now is bettering ourselves and not completely focused on Oh, well, I want to look like that girl. Better but, than no, her. I will, exactly. Yeah. I want to look the best version of myself because if God made me like this, it's for a reason because he thinks I'm beautiful like this. So I'm not going to change anything or I'm not going to do anything that's yeah, maybe even dangerous to try and fit somebody else's, you know, agenda or try to, you know, fit somebody else's look. Right. And I think that's just so important. Okay. So the last two questions I have for you, I'm going to say them together because i think they kind of go together so the questions are how have you prospered through the confidence you have received through christ and also what book do you recommend for confidence aside from the bible okay um so i'll give the books at the end that's an easier question but um how have i prospered through confidence okay well the funny thing is when i started my business i don't feel i was fully confident um i don't think many of us are when we start something bigger than us <laughs> we're like all right i guess i'll take a step um I guess you know, and it's like yes we know who god is but also you are still aware of your own limitations as a human and your own like things. peter yeah, exactly it's like you're aware of of your knowledge you're aware of what you know you're aware of what you've been through and of course god and very god like um fashion is like yeah that's why i'm picking you because like you don't have the knowledge that all these other doctors or whatever has but i still want to use you in a powerful way um and once i took that step then as i go um for example even recently like god will be like all right we need to work on your patience if you're going to be working with a lot of people let's work on your patience right, if you're going to be working with a lot of people I need to open your heart you know i need to heal that bitterness from being bullied or being traumatized in any way you know i need to heal your heart in certain ways so that you can do what i've called you to do and so agree. it's like you take a step um and as god heals you in that area and as you see like just because he's withholding you want those people to come you want more growth and it's like we go straight to that um but we don't realize that the blessing is also in what god prepares and withholds so it's like you're praying for a husband i got you i'm preparing your heart i'm preparing your finances i'm preparing your position i'm preparing you first before i give you And, and we think love is him giving us more and we don't see the love in him withholding until we're ready. Um, exactly. And so my confidence in the fact that God won't give me anything that I'm not ready for has given me more confidence to keep taking steps. So you take the step, you obey, you see the fruit. If not, and you're still going, you see that he's working in you inwardly or working in your family or where he's working in, in that season in general. And that builds mm-hmm. your confidence as well. And so because of the step-by-step and me beginning to trust 
that, okay, even if I'm in this place that seems dry, you're doing something in me. You're doing something that I'm going to need for where I'm going later, for growth, for whatever, for the type of women you're going to bring to me, for me possibly starting a men's ministry. Who knows? I'm just saying, like, he prepares you for things before it comes up. So it's like, I trust that fact through experience. But all we can do is take the first step. And so the more confident you become, obviously, now, you know, I've built a team. It was just me. Now I've built a team. I feel confident in having people involved in this. I feel confident in the idea because he'll send people that are like, this is needed. Thank you. Balling. Oh, I've needed something like this. You know, you get affirmations and then it builds your confidence in what God called you to. And so because of that, I've been able to take bigger steps bigger bounds um per se uh for him um because i know he's with me um and so books okay um for confidence definitely check out kara awil liba she's not a christian author but she does women's content like on confidence and um she has a book called the girl code so good um she talks to 10 women entrepreneurs um and goes through their stories and you kind of listen to where they came from like they've been through poverty and pain and and all types of things and then they're like kind of on top so that's a really good one it's called girl code um another one is uh you've probably read the power of vulnerability by brene brown but she also has dare to lead so both of those 100 percent are great because without vulnerability you can't um even really find confidence um because you have to be honest with yourself and if you're not able to be vulnerable with you, you won't be able to be vulnerable with anybody else. Um, I and agree. so that's a really, really good read. Um, Kingdom Woman by Tony Evans. It's another one. Um, him and his daughter wrote it. And it goes through all the kingdom women in the Bible and pulls out like traits that you normally wouldn't see. Like he talks about Esther, but it's like we know the story of Esther, but he pulls out things that like you don't see in her. He breaks down the whole story strongly recommend it's so so good um and then i wrote the last black unicorn by tiffany haddish because she was bullied and she's look at her now um but her story and is so she was very vulnerable in that book um and i think it's beautiful also the girl who played precious has a book and it's the same way she was bullied and all that um gabaret gabaret sitabe is her name um I read a lot of books. Uh, <laughs> we love that. We love that. <laughs> so An educated girl right here. <laughs> that was me just like giving like five books. Um, but Everyone now books. going to Amazon real quick. Yeah, like, Hold yeah. on. Can you read that one more time? <laughs> I'll send you the link. I have them all written out on the website. I'll put them out in the description yeah. below. <laughs> I'll send you the link. Like they're all good. Um, but yeah, they're, they're all good. They're all clean. Like it's not like anything crazy. Right. Um, but they're all effective. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that. I love like, you know, just understand, like just talking about the books. Like it just, it just got me so happy that you were just like, here, here, here. I love that. It's Christmas. So you have it. And then you can look like, I I have like 35 books on there for the girls to read. (laughs) So yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. You know, and you know, whoever's listening right now, like check the books out because you know, Every time, and I love this so much, like every time you read something that's empowering, that's, you know, allows you to look at things different, to allows you to better yourself, 
it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful because the Bible is one of those, it's obviously the word of God, and it's one of those books that helps us in every aspect. But having those backups are also so amazing. 100%. And and that's why I was like asking that question when I have somebody on here, like what books? Because yeah. it's 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 what you need. It's something that you need, like that backup. Yeah, it's not being fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I just love that so much. So it was wonderful having you here. Yes. I think I think we talked about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about a lot of things. But I think everybody I think everybody got it. I hope so, I hope so girl. I hope so. I hope, I hope so, so too. <laughs> But yeah, so there has been confident where yeah. we talk about mental health at a confident at a godly level <laughs> with your host Miss Emily Dell and Mikkel. <laughs> and today it has just has been just just wonderful. Like I just have no words. <laughs> I have no words because it was such a wonderful conversation. And yeah, so if you guys want to follow her, please check her out. She is incredible. I will be linking all her stuff down below. So check her out. Yes, ma'am. And and her promise circle too, because yes. that is that's her baby, and it's <laughs> going places. It really is. Uh, and yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe and turn on those post notifications so you get notified every time I post another video. And if you're just listening to this on Anchor, Spotify, wherever, make sure to give it a rating and share it with everyone, especially your abuelita, because she needs to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. So do you want to pray us out? Sure. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we bind anything that would keep the people that are listening from understanding or comprehending any of the seeds that you wanted to plant through me or Emily today. Lord, I thank you for the messages that you've given both of us to share. I thank you for our lives and them being testimonies for other people to be encouraged by. Thank you for the wisdom that you've given us to share today. And I pray that you continue to keep everyone under the sound of my voice, under your right hand. You said you will uphold us all in your right hand. And I thank you for that protection. I thank you for that guidance and the fact that you'll never leave us or forsake us in any knowledge that we need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 That was beautiful. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.